everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. Before we get into the episode, I have one quick announcement slash reminder. A couple episodes ago, I did talk about a charity stream that we were planning to do, and so that is a reminder that is coming up this Saturday, October the 8th. So please join us on October 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash hideouslaughterpod while Steve and Griff host a live Zone of Truth charity stream to benefit Speak for the Unspoken. Hopefully you can join us. If you're able to donate, that's fantastic. If you're not, please just join in on the fun. Also, as we get different levels of donations, we will be announcing a new HLP project that's coming out and a lot of different aspects about that. So it'll be a good time for everyone to join and kind of hear first what is coming up on HLP. So we hope to see you there this Saturday, October 8th on Steve and I's shared birthday while we do the charity stream. So with that, I'll welcome you into episode 217, Staking Dawn. and things that go boom, then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 217. This is the last fight of book five. Not everyone's dead. So I, I think that means job. I think that means you made it out of book five. Yeah, I'm what so excited to kick off book six tonight. Oh yeah, I mean technically Qu- Quinley's confused. And yeah, have two vampires to stake, so it maybe wouldn't go that far. But yeah. but not everyone's dead. Not everyone's dead at this. Point. Yeah, I would. I'm good. I got two characters still up. How about you, Emily? How about you, Brooks? You're you're good, right? I mean, I have two characters. One of them's permanently blind per usual but uh they're both alive <laughs> yeah how's how's everybody looking let's let's just go around the table uh we'll start with you Haley. so i do have one statue which is a a good accomplishment there um it'll look great in a garden and i do or in quinley's uh living room okay yeah uh that i guess uh and then i have a a, a dead yang so i'm not doing okay. Oh, and by the way, the lopper's been gone for like forever. That's fine though. Who knows if he can come back now that you're dead? <sighs> Steve, what's it looking like? On All your right. End? <laughs> so Quinley is not doing stellar on health. He's at 23 out of 89 and has uh, a little bit of a problem. He's confused for, I think, around 10 more rounds. Yeah. It was 12, and I only think we did a couple more rounds of combat after that. I think I rolled that twice, maybe three times, but I can't remember, honestly. So that's a situation that needs resolution. And then Matumbe is down a bit of hit points. He's at 39 out of 100, and he does have one point of con damage. As well as seven negative levels, which <laughs> a little bit more punishing. Yeah, the seven negative levels. Oof. Emily? So Uska is at 70 out of 113, and Mark Harith has a whopping 12 hit points right now. Mm. So wow. he's doing very well. And is permanently blind, yeah. Yeah, 
Uh, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uska is almost out of spells for the day. She, her spell list is looking pretty sparse right now. And she also took some con damage. Brooks? So I didn't even be- like really bother looking at Halloran's sheet. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's, doing, he's doing pretty good, I think. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he took what one hit from uh, Uthi? I think that was all he took all combat. Must be nice. Besides so. falling down and dropping a sword or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> he looked real foolish. Tell you what, <laughs> I, I think he came back in a pretty big way. <laughs> <sighs> Air Bear, I I will admit the hit points are a bit low at six. <laughs> But there's no mental conditions. There's no uh, other condition like blindness, Mm -hmm. a physical condition, I guess. So, yeah, no negative levels. It's not, not, uh, not all of our characters are dead. Some did die, though. They did did die. die. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm, I'm fucking sick of. People on the Discord being like, oh, I hope Quinley doesn't die again. All right, he got perma-killed just as many times as their bear. Get at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a bit of a bit of a tightrope walk at the end there where I wasn't sure if uh you were gonna make it when <laughs> Uthi had, you know, about a hundred hit points left and was fast healing seven. Mm-hmm. And Matumbe had just taken seven negative levels. Yeah. Uh killed Eclipse, killed Air Bear, and the witch was alive. But Tide turned, I think, when Halloran <laughs> got into combat. So Yeah. Um, so that's good. Yeah. Like we had him right where we wanted him, right up until uh, you know, some characters started dying there at the end. Yeah. Well, I wasn't just the end, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, you died in the <laughs> Matumbe almost died. Matumbe had two hit points in the first uh, episode of this combat. <laughs> I mean, all things considered, yeah, I'm looking pretty good right now, then. <laughs> right where are we? I'm are. just so I'm so fucking frustrated. That is three times that Matumbe should have, by all accounts, been dead. The, yeah. the failure on the destruction, taking 130 points of damage. If that takes him down to zero, he's ash. Uh, the the fucking Slay Living, where I rolled four ones and four twos on the 12d6 when I think you had like sub 30 hit points left, Mm -hmm. um, which took you still took you down to negative something with like 41 damage, but 41 damage was statistically below average, like very below average. And then the fucking crit seven negative levels just taking you down to zero. Listen. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm sick and tired. Against all odds, yet Matumbe prevailed. <sighs> well, at least I got one of the OGs. Um, so uh, I'll be back. We'll see about that. So, so I'm drinking a Montucky cold snack to uh, reward myself for. Uh, I, I think that was a pretty fun uh, three episode combat. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It was edge of our seats for the most. Most part, uh, I don't think I gave you guys a chance to feel really good about yourselves until the very end. Um, no, and I'll say I'm I am really happy that we emergency had to do an episode on a Monday, um, so that we could really just go ahead here and get this shit over with. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I was 
it was like it was every week of stress. Like I understand mm-hmm. all listeners have been expressing already that they are feeling some stress over us having it in multiple episodes. But we also mm-hmm. had week between mm-hmm. guests. Yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't fun. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't record this one all in one go. So so what are you drinking, Haley? Uh you you pouring one out for the two dead homies or what? Well, I, I do have I have water and then if I get a character back, I do have a truly orange peach fizz. Oh. Otherwise I'm gonna I guess start leveling up my two dead characters. I thought you were gonna Hope drink a <laughs> uh, drink with rock salt in it because one of your characters is a rock and you're salty about both. <laughs> yeah, that would also be accurate. All right, Lyra. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I guess you and Emily are tied now. Yeah. Congrats. Who would have thought Ikurimitumbe? Although, Ikurimitumbe's been in a couple less episodes, but, you know, yeah. still hanging strong. Okay. I, I, got, I mean, Lyra came um, back. Oh, yeah, Lyra came back, too. Yeah, it died, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess Brooks is technically beating us all on instances of character death, right? Mm-hmm. It was the third time Airbear died? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is the first time I've died, but I haven't successfully made it through an end of book uh, since book three. So uh, book six, I guess, looking up if Eclipse comes back. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you make it through book six, you make it through the adventure. <laughs> well, I think we learned if any new creatures or people walk into this room right now, we don't talk to them. We don't engage. Mm. We won't be wishing well, I mean, for anything be else. Very nice. You got so many allies out of uh, out of talking to people in this area. Oh yeah, Emily, were you saying so that we don't accidentally wish people away? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably probably a good call. Oh, yep. Yeah. We don't want to wish our two dead friends away forever. Hey, I'm I'm not dead. I'm stone. Very true. The living stone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we see you in three hundred years when somebody finds you down here. Yep. And Guys, someone, please uh, don't break any p- part of me. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, if you want to break the bow. <laughs> let's, let's call the Uber. He'll be right here to pick it up. No worries. Yeah. What are you gonna like? Send a? You gonna use sending to tell Mios to bring like? Five other strong dudes yeah, to carry a statue. We're gonna need the Uber XL for this one. Hey, so we'll like, oh, by we'll the way, the back. if if you're gonna, you know, get your daughter out of here and Halloran, you need to bring their coffins. Yeah, I was gonna say Eclipse could have actually been a solution here. She could have communicated with them, but well, that's a shame because uh, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, <laughs> but she died. Emily, you drinking anything? I am. I have a Topo Chico Margarita, the strawberry hibiscus. So good. All right. Steve? To celebrate the conclusion of book five of Carrying Crown, Ashes at Dawn, I'm drinking a Wolf's Ridge Daybreak again. (laughs) (laughs) Drink one until I say that we're actually officially in book six. We're done now. (laughs) (laughs) Brooks, you got the Patreon beverage today. I did. What'd they give you? I did. Uh, from Giuseppo, an elder thing. And I gotta say, it's it's very streamlined. So truth be said, I don't have the uh the umbrella that it's supposed to have in uh, it. Oh yeah. But okay, well, that, uh, the, the elder flower, kind of thing. the tonic water and lemon, it's very refined, except for that little bit. But thank except you. Except for the umbrella, yeah. 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 And it's supposed to be yeah, in a top I was going to say, that one, that one really didn't sound 
bad at all. That no. one sound, sounded pretty no. pleasant, yeah. honestly. Pretty chill. I mean, with some extra pizzazz with like the peel and the umbrella. And like it did call out a fancy glass. We don't have yeah. that either. I assume it's called an elder thing just because it's elderflower liqueur. I right? think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because it's like an amalgam of like, you're supposed to do like little curly Q. Uh, yeah, I was going to say curly mm-hmm. Q's. Curly like Q, a tentacle. lemon zest or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The umbrella, you know, I guess that's just the weird factor, but I wish I wish I had a giant chalice to drink it out of. Mm. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Oh, and you earned it too, but you know. <laughs> alas. It's how the turns table. Yeah, it, it feels good still. Well, we don't have to roll off because we're gonna be drinking a drink in the next episode together i guess to start book six we're gonna start right. it on a group wow so that's fun yeah how does that feel it's like the, we've been playing this for four years we're about to start the last book of it Aww. last leg bittersweet i guess yeah sad. well yeah we i i measure how long my marriage has been based on how when we started the podcast <laughs> And that's the man with his priorities in order. <laughs> and Technically, we did start the show about two months after they got married. So. <laughs> Basically the same. I mean, I mean, both life changing events. Very important. Mm-hmm. Whole new chapter. Usually uh, at least love, one of those yeah. anniversaries. Yes. All right. I really appreciate getting a podcast anniversary card in the mail from you every year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what was, what is the fourth anniversary? It's like, is that cotton? An elder thing. (laughs) Well, the fourth anniversary, Uh, the fourth anniversary happened, right? Is it paper anniversary? It it would have been like August 31st. It's like August thirty first, I think. Fruits and flowers. Ah. Oh, fruits and flowers. Mm. Fruits if and you are in the UK, though, it's silk and linen. Fruits and flowers in our silk gowns. Welcome <laughs> to year five. Nice. <laughs> That's four. I thought you asked for four. That's the fourth anniversary, but we're wearing them oh, into yeah, year yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Whew. Into the fifth year, yeah. And a lot of us will uh, will turn thirty before this show's over. We started. Well, some of us our, already have. Some of us already have. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's just like, uh, you know, the seasons come, the seasons go. Yeah. The only constant is that uh, we keep doing this show for another 50 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can drag this on to episode 300. What do you guys think? I'm kind of done not. with it. <laughs> five episode book six. Some say it couldn't be, be done. I'd be good at capping it at 269 when I bring the slurp back. Oh, and uh, <laughs> we don't make it there. Uh, I don't know. Bad. I don't know. If, yeah, slurp. I don't know if we're going to make it to 269. That, well, you said if it's 50 episodes, I don't know that it'll be 267. Well, will we make yeah. it to 250? I think 250 might be around the sweet spot. Oh, I mean, it's a book six, so there's going to be, you long know, combats. long combats, you know, hopefully. Hopefully we don't have another combat this long until the finale and we'll do that all in one shot because like it's the finale. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We belabored it long enough. Let's, uh, let's, let's see what happens in the fallout of this combat. So when last we left our heroes, they finished up, they killed 
the witch and the worm that walks, but in the process, Eclipse was killed and most of the party was brought to within an inch of death themselves. And now in the fallout, I think Air Bear is still on the ground. Like Eclipse has been lying there. She hasn't gotten up from these channels. Mark Harith, I, I even think, is like on the ground. I don't know if he ever got up, but he's a whirlwind, so I guess he could just whirlwind up. Yeah. Uh, and then just like in the back of the room, now kind of in the dark after everyone in their light has moved on, is just like the shadow, the statue of Rune, um, you know, mid mid shot. In memory of the battle. Yeah, I guess. Put a little plaque under it. <laughs> <laughs> Although it wouldn't it wouldn't be fitting if that plaque had words because Yeah, pictures. <laughs> that's like insult to injury. <laughs> a, a child drawing. But or a map. Yeah, a child's drawing. She might draw a map. We'll have a two based kid draw something on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> In <Okay>. crayon. <laughs> it's a fine marble. <laughs> I Notably, guess what stone is it? Uh, pff, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't say what stone it, it, it becomes. Oh, uh, probably probably the most worthless stone, <laughs> like the kind that just so just so you can't like sell have it. A, have a wizard like flesh to stoning your enemy is in the party and being like, uh, they're gold, like lava rock. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, two hundred pounds of gold now. Oh, that'd be cool. Though. That would be sick. Yeah, but I think that spell would be called flesh to gold. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I guess then you could kind of print money by, uh, if you were a necromancer and could flush to stone, flush to gold. Yeah. Calm down, King Midas. <laughs> Got that gold touch, baby. Um, notably, Ed Turner's gas is kind of, yeah, I know, his gas is, is has left the room. Uh, but I think it's only been about two or three rounds since you defeated the witch, so her gas is still in the room uh, and it's moving towards the eastern side. What do you want to do about this Quinley confusion? Are we running it out? I think you got rolling the table, man. Alright. I mean, let's let's see. We were in combat. It would be Halloran's turn. <laughs> Alright. I think I think between Halloran and Markarth, you could easily kind of like sweep him up. Like Mark Harith is going to grab him, no problem. Yeah, sure. And 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 the situation. So um, I'm actually not really worried about it. Mark Harith's got what, like a plus thirty CMB or some it's, crazy bullshit. It's wild. I can look up. Yeah, it, it's really high. So I think I think between him and Halloran, who probably also has a decent CMB, you guys can you know disarm him and and pin him until he's good to go. Yeah, it's a thirty-one when he's not prone. Jesus Christ. Wow. For reference, that's like that's better than Uthi's CMB. Uthi just had a crazy CMD. But like Uthi's CMB to grapple was a plus 30. Ooh. Uh, no wonder she was always successful. Yeah. Yeah, it was really hard for her to fail, and then you had to beat a 50 to get out. Oh. So, yeah. Nat 20s happen, but it's tough for anybody. Yeah. So the these spiders just disperse and the gas is still moving to the back of the room. Yeah. What are you doing? I feel like as Quinley's pinned, Matumbe like kind of stumbles over to the body of Eclipse and just like kind of like crashes down to his knees and is just 
I don't even know if he really has the emotional capacity at this point to like even show much emotion or cry. Like so many people have just died and come back and he was reunited with her, his kid, but she was super messed up and, and all of this craziness just happened. And he's just a spent man. But Quinley, on the other hand, is all fired up and he shouts out, we can't let it be for nothing. We got to make sure the gas doesn't get too far away. Because I don't think we officially know what Turner's coffin is. I think we had a suspicion, if I remember correctly, but like we can't let him go. You don't know Turner's and you don't know even where Ozzy's Mm -hmm. might be. Was the big coffin with the little coffin here, or was that at the tailor shop? That was upstairs. Okay. That was in those secret secret guest rooms upstairs. Mm-hmm. If you would mention that, Halloran would say his was the one in the other room. Gotcha. Mm. So, um, so you know it's not that one. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, are you are you chasing these things down to stake them first, and then coming back and dealing with this fallout? I think if, what are you doing? If we have a minute, Uska uh, walks over to Runes. I think if you take a minute, you're going to lose Azia's gaseous form. Uh, yes. So keep okay. that in mind. You could take the minute and do this, but someone's got to follow that back to a coffin, or you're going to lose where the coffin is. I will tell you, like, your characters would know this one didn't immediately go, like, up through the ceiling, so it's presumably somewhere down here, and you haven't seen a coffin down here yet. I want to put the stake to Turner's heart myself. I'm going to go after him. Someone else get the witch. That is a good call. I will be on it. Quinley could easily kind of run down the hall and make a turn here. And he sees the stairs that go up to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he was with you the whole time. So he knows that he can take like the bell tower stairs up to the second floor and, and find that secret room and see if, if one of those coffins is Turner in the meantime. So he's, he's gone upstairs in the meantime, air bear, if you're running after this other one, Mm -hmm. you see it turn to the South. So air bear, you kind of like, you've caught up to it now. And you're just following it like 10 feet at a time. Yeah. You open this door when it goes through and you see you're back in that chamber Mm -hmm. that you found Halloran in. You would head um, this way and you'd find a secret door or you'd see her go through a wall. You know, you're spending enough time following this in 10 foot increments that you have a second to look here and you easily do find the secret door and you do see a coffin however I need you to make me a will save alright definitely well I imagine Air Bear just he's going on strength of just will yeah he's like determined at this point because his body's not like he's got six hit points you know yeah, yeah. He, he is just like he has a thousand yard stare and all he knows right now is that he has a mission to complete and it needs to be done and he that's the only thing that he can focus on because he doesn't have the mental capacity to do anything else but he needs to save here so he is going to use a point of resolve okay 
both pretty poor, unfortunately. The highest brings it to a 17. Hmm. Erber, you see kind of this rune around the base of the this stone coffin that you found down here kind of flare, and you become panicked. Hmm. Your, your mind just clouds with fear, and you run away from this place. You're panicked for five rounds, so you just, you know, you kind of blindly run out of here as far as you can get in in five rounds, which probably, you know, you probably, like, run by the group and start running upstairs, and it takes you about, you know, 30 seconds of running. You run out the front of the abbey. I mean, you're pretty much that quick. Mm-hmm. You get to the kitchen, basically run out the front door, and then you come to your senses and realize you got to get back down to that coffin. Um, <laughs> yep. And, and even though and it's so exhausting, he's just like, all right, yeah, let's get back down there. <laughs> and so you do. You you make your way back down, and you push off the lid, and you do see the, um, you know, her eyes are shut, and her arms are kind of crossed over her, the form of the witch that you were just fighting. And you can very easily hear just drive a stake through her. Yeah. Yep. And he, and he and does. You do. Bl- just blindly at this point. He, uh, it. It doesn't have emotion at all. Yeah. Um, and she lets out like a, like her, her mouth kind of opens up like a old corpse and just lets out like a gasp. Um, but she's still there, like fully in form. You know that staking a vampire merely immobilizes it until the stake is removed. So this is another situation where you could potentially like bring her back for judgment with the vampires of Caliphas because she's clearly responsible in part for all the death that's been happening. Or, you know, you could ask Matumbe how to dispose of it uh, if you you just wanted to kill her outright here and now. Um, But you have her basically stuck here until that stake's removed. He would at least want to get the rest of the group's uh, consensus, but right as of right now, he's completed his task, and so he'll he'll go back to the group. Sure, you bet. You go back to the group, and at this point, you know that that was a relatively quick process. So I think Uska would be finished with her minute. Awesome. So it takes a minute to cast break enchantment, and Uska can cast this spontaneously. So thank goodness she still has a fifth level spell slot. Uh, so she uh, approaches Rune and kind of looks to the butterfly that's kind of flapping uh, lazily on her shoulder. We can't leave her behind. We have to bring her back. Can you do it, Eoden? And the butterfly flies over and lands on top of Rune's head. Let's see if we can do it. A natural 20. Oh, yeah. Yay! That does it. The butterfly lands, and where it lands, you see the stone start to, like, crack, almost like an egg, um, and fade away, and she wasn't touched for the rest of the combat. You kept the combat away from her, so um, 
she is in. I mean, Rune comes to bow drawn yeah. as if she was just like she had just entered back into combat. Yeah, her eyes kind of go frantic. She's like ready to shoot at the next thing that moves, essentially. Um, and then would realize that that's not necessary right now. Uh, uh, what? Where? What happened? Things are okay right now. We finished the combat. We mostly made it out, but not everyone did. We don't have time to linger here, though. We need to keep moving. These threats are terminated for now. Uska, is there nothing you can do for Eclipse? At the moment, I can't do anything to help her. My powers are spent for the day. Tomorrow, though, that's a different story. There's still hope. If we bring her along, and she wants, her spirit wants to come back to her body, I can help bring her back. Then we will keep her with us until she makes that decision through your magics. I do not believe that her story has reached its end, but that is not my decision to make. It is hers alone. And the advantages of having her around certainly warrant her making that decision and she comes with us. Either way, yeah, I mean, we shouldn't leave her here. This is no resting place. To be honest, I don't even know what this place is. Some sort of profane, corrupted temple. I'd like to take a look around before we leave, see if, perhaps, Mr. Turner's true motivations lie here in writing or something. I think even after all the pain he's caused and the issues that we've had, his true motivations remain elusive to me. And there is your daughter as well. Do not think I have forgotten about Kiza. We will collect her, and we will do what we can to restore her humanity at any cost. Upstairs, you hear the thud, 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 thud of Doc Martens <laughs> running up the up the bell tower and Quinley bursts through the secret door that you had all found into the room with the two coffins. And he he looks at the big one and doesn't hesitate. He just kind of throws the lid off of it. And inside is Ed Turner, arms crossed, eyes closed. But it looks like as he lays there that he's just got this smirk on his face. So Quinley acts almost out of like instinct. He pulls one of the sharpened chair legs and just jams it through his chest. Is there anything he needs to be worried about in that moment? When he presses it through Turner's rib cage, Ed's eyes just flare open, seething red. And instead of gasp, he just kind of smiles this fanged smile at Quinley and his head rises up off the pillow for a second before he kind of relaxes back down motionless they're not gonna let me finish you off you coward because you need to be judged by your own people the people that you deceived for so long but I can take a little pleasure in my vengeance 
this one's for my mom. And he leans over and puts his hand on the side of Turner's face. And after those eyes opened up and he smiled big, Quinley starts to move his hand further up the side of Turner's face until his fingers are like on his temple and his thumb is sitting right in between the bridge of Turner's nose and his right eyeball and then just starts to press and then starts to corkscrew his thumb around behind the eyeball and pulls it out. And just no reaction from the vampire. You're gonna hate that when you wake up. All right, let's go. So then, uh, I don't know that he, like, tries to move the coffin. Does it... uh, Help me understand, Criff. Does it make sense in context to, like, pick his body up and bring it back? Or do we need to move the entire damn thing? You think if you leave at night, Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily need to bring Ed's coffin, but you're gonna have to bring a coffin for Kiza and for Halloran. But, you know, an empty coffin is much easier to move than a coffin full of a body. And Um, one thing for sure, if they they had stone coffins before, we're we're going to carbon fiber. Oh, the the, the ones upstairs are wood. They're (laughs) they're pretty clearly like the... They, they, these actually exist in the Pathfinder world. They're pretty clearly travel coffins. Oh, uh, so they're streamlined. Yeah, perfect. So they're so they're light. So they're easy to easy for a horse and carriage mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. carry, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, perfect. Just just uh, clearing up what we're gonna be hauling. So yeah, like those three upstairs are all travel coffins, but the stone sarcophagus downstairs obviously is not. And, you know, maybe you gather her body as well. You know, you have all of your stuff, you know, in this main chamber. I I think in this case, then, with so much being lost, and Quinley's still thinking that Rune's effectively dead right now, he's going to bring Turner's body down with him because the very last thing that he wants is some, like, little Turner minion schemer to sneak in behind and, like, pull the stake out or get his body out or something. (laughs) Like... We don't want to lose it. Turner Schemer. Stake him in anywhere but his heart? I would stake him in his heart. Doesn't that kill him? No, that just immobilizes them. You need to, to kill a vampire, it depends on the type of vampire, but you need to like cut their head off and fill it with rice or leave it under running water or like those kind of things. Is that not though what we did? In book three, like, did we, we cut, cut his head, head off? off oh, and okay, yeah. okay, okay. I was sitting here, yeah. I was like, did we mess up in book three? <laughs> no, no, you, uh, like, do we have angry vampires that'll come and get us? <laughs> remember, because you didn't get the chance to stake him. He, oh, he yeah. like, came back, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and okay, and you, like, Eclipse cut his head off, and mm-hmm. you guys did the whole okay, Oof. yeah, fill his head with rice or whatever. Or, it was. Or, or Root's still not out there, it's not coming back. <laughs> We saw the body. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's maybe he'll come back out of uh, Eclipse's dreams. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. So Quinley returns. Oh, oh my God! How is this possible? Ruin your back. <laughs> my prayers have been answered. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a weird time. I don't really. I don't know. I was just fighting, and then I'm not. So I guess things are fine now, huh? 
Yeah. Did you die again? No, it's funny. A lot of other people <laughs> did before I did this time. Ah, uh, you're doing really good then. Oh my god. Oh, can he blush? <laughs> it's, it's like it's uh, opposite day or something. <laughs> you you, you would have really been proud. I cut Uthi like four times. Oh, uh, you did damage? Yeah, even some physical damage. <laughs> good job. <laughs> <laughs> this reunion is the best! <laughs> Two awkward-ass characters. I just love... <laughs> I couldn't think of anything besides, did you die again? <laughs> what? Just to think, this is all almost behind us, and we can finally get around to reading that recipe together. <laughs> uh, I do think I lost that. Sorry. It's okay. Maybe <laughs> if we both make it out of here... We can make our own recipes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. All right, cool. Guys, we should move on, huh? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that. In the pile of blood that is um, or was Air Bear's master in the dissipated pile of spiders and on... Both of these vampires are some seriously magical items. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yes. I think, you know, Air Bear probably searches the body of his former master first, you know, just to see he's, like, fought, like, fake fought with this guy before in his life. Like, he probably recognizes his swords, honestly. So he has two blades, uh, two katanas. The one in his left hand has a uh, ribbon not unlike the one that Eclipse has on her axe, an effortless lace uh, to make it a light weapon. Um, the one in his offhand is a plus one heart seeker katana, and the one in his right hand is a plus three fortuitous katana. Wow. And Air Bear, as he, he he touches the weapons, flashes to these horrible, torturous training sessions and looks back to everyone else here and, and realizes how thankful he is for at least at least being able to be here. Yeah, I imagine, like, when Air Bear picks these up, he just, like, feels several old scars just, like, burn. Yeah. Like, like he's been cut by both of these swords before. And a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the armor that kind of created this Blood Knight is now has just like kind of clattered to the ground. The blood has leaked off of it. It is plus four mithril Oyori armor. Whoa. He has a belt of physical might plus two for strength and dexterity. He has a cloak of resistance plus three. He has a headband of mental prowess plus two for wisdom and charisma and a ring of protection plus two. What was the thing in between the Cloak of Resistance and the Ring of Protection? 
belt of physical head headband headband of oh. mental prowess plus two for wisdom and charisma and then obviously he has an effortless lace affixed to the plus one heart seeking katana as the spider swarm has dissipated it did leave behind several items as well she has a plus two furious amulet of mighty fists a ring of protection plus three and bracers of armor plus five whoa oh, that's good boy. Yep, for those of you that don't wear armor yeah next you check the body of the witch no real weapons or special armor to be found although she has some pretty sick items First of those is a headband of alluring charisma plus six. Uh, you can tell this means that she was a different type of witch. You find two runes and the insignia on them. I would allow a knowledge arcana to recognize. All right. Ooh, 27. Yeah, so these insignias are kind of like an arcane symbol for eyes. Hmm. And you realize that these are what are known as hexing runes. And because of these insignias, you think that they're attuned to the evil eye hex, at least temporarily. She has an item that you're familiar with because you've found one already, a witching gown and a ring of protection plus four. She also has a staff, and this one I actually will need a spellcraft for. All right. I would usually... Can anyone help him out? Because Eclipse is not... Yeah, my spellcraft is not super hot. It's plus nine. I'm rolling with a bonus d6, but an eight I would be appreciated if you have it. I can attempt an eight, or Uska can attempt. Yeah, hold on a sec. Let me see if oh. Halloran can... Oh, yeah, he can help out. Okay. Uska aids. You know, I think I might know something here. And he does aid. <laughs> All right, so that's two aids on top of that. Mm-hmm. Gonna need them. Rolled pretty bad here. Dirty 20. Dirty 20, you don't know what this staff is. Ooh. All right. I'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. Although you do know it um, seems very powerful. Like It seems to have just like this, like you can feel the the level of magic in it when you hold it. Sure. And then Mr. Turner. Uh, the only real weapon of note he has is a plus one silver sheen heavy mace. He has a plus one moderate fortification light wooden shield and plus three lamellar steel armor. He's got a belt of incredible dexterity plus two a cloak of resistance, plus one, a headband of mental prowess, plus two for wisdom and charisma, a reach metamagic rod, a ring of protected life, and a ring of protection, plus three, as well as a fully charged wand of cure light wounds that it seems he just doesn't use anymore. Oh yeah, we, we can put that to good use. It's not going to last us long. <laughs> Those are the things that you find. I think There's we'll, a lot there. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll divvy those up we got, later. 
You guys can divvy that yeah. eventually. You can make some uh, roll against each other off air. Those of us that are alive, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to survive. To- uh, obviously, you got to include Halloran and uh, Markarth and, and that. Quinley. Quinley. I guess Rune is alive now. Ooh, yeah. Rune, you're kind of in a gray area of surviving the combat. Oh, you died before I even became stone. But I was alive at the end of combat. I killed Ed. So there are technicalities here that (laughs) I think we need further ruling on. (laughs) Stop fighting, you two. Let's compromise. Only his hands are dead now, so he can't take any of the rings. Anything else makes sense. <laughs> okay. What else are you doing? Um, Tuma's got to take a look around this room. I got to find out what's going on here and then get the hell out of here, I guess. Yeah. Sure. You can clearly, like, go to the next room while all this is happening and, like, get Kiza. Mm-hmm. Just so she's not, like, alone in the other I guess like chapel yeah I, I think uh, Matumbe would just kind of defer to Halloran like you're her protector for right now obviously what we just saw I mean it was four episodes ago at this point but like what we just saw a few minutes ago essentially where like she was trying to con- like control Matumbe is not a safe or uh, or happy situation so like Halloran kind of take care of this and we'll work together and figure this out later mm-hmm. so in this part of the room, you can see that this is a shrine. You know, the abbey is called St. Lemurin. This is a massive statue depicting a winged person with an eagle's head, and they're holding aloft a longsword. Um, you, you imagine this is Lemurin, St. Lemurin. Mm-hmm. I want to understand what's going on here. Like, why is there a pentagram in the ground? Is this like a summoning circle? Is this like, why is why, why did Turner want to hang out here? Or is this just, like, a good room to fight people in, I guess? Is it just decor, or does it have a use? That's what I want to know. Yeah, is there something that I should roll for that? You could roll, like, a spellcraft or arcana. Okay. Um, Arcana is going to be a 37. This appears to have been, like, some sort of meditation chamber. Mm. And you think that the disturbing green glow and the candles were helping them with divination magic. Uh, they were attempting to obviously find this skull. And I'll give this to you because you like saw the skeleton upstairs. The skeleton was like shattered. It looked like it was like glued together. So if they were trying to reform that skeleton, having good divination magic is kind of necessary mm-hmm. because it was in like a thousand pieces. Oh, so this wasn't, they had the full skeleton, but we're missing the head, so we're taking time to find that. This was, I need to find a small piece of a bone. Then I need to locate the next bone. So you bone. think they literally yeah. had, like, one piece left? Oh, mm. God. So they might have been doing this for months. Yeah, exactly. You can surmise, like, that was maybe part of the witch's purpose here. Mm-hmm. But you know from Ed's notes, like, he was using the blood brew elixir to, you know, mess with the vampires in Caliphas because they are enemies of the Whispering Way and they were manufacturing the blood brew elixir here. So he had connections to them here. Presumably the blood brew elixir wasn't something that like prolonged life. So maybe it was a side project that these witches were using their lab for uh, to make money 
to maybe, you know, work for both the Countess Calafazo and the Whispering Way, make money off of both. So this, you think this was like a fallback for him? Like, if I have to burn my place down, I can at least come here and I have powerful allies. But this room in particular isn't like, probably wasn't where he like hung out. It's like where he hung out once everyone knew you guys were attacking again. Sure. You sure. know, strength in numbers and all that. That makes sense. Because, um, cause, you know, your presence was known the second you finished the um, Witchfire fight, mm-hmm. right? Uthi just could watch you in pretty much every stage here. So, so yeah, you think, you know, Meditation Hall for that divination magic is probably how they got all of these pieces together so far. I'd let you roll a knowledge history or local. Sure. To know, like, you know, why this place might be the way it is. This is no joke. This is the third knowledge check. The statistics on this are wild. This episode that I have rolled a two on the D20 and a five on the inspo die. That has happened three times this episode. Not a joke. That's weird. Yeah. So that all being said, with my seven negative levels, that's 21 total. Uh, 21. You've probably heard that uh, this used to be, you know, an abbey to St. Lemurian. And Mm -hmm. you just know, like, offhand religiously that that's a herald of Iomidae. Yeah. But... Because it's like it, it was like a vineyard and all this stuff. Uh, Countess Calafazo just bought it. Mm-hmm. So it's like all the religious ties in here have been defunct because the abbey was at some point abandoned and Countess Calafazo bought it and is using it as a vineyard and conveniently can, like, you know, hey, you need a play, you need a fully funded lab to, to work come to my abbey outside of town and uh you know we have we have all the equipment for winemaking which requires all of this and that uh that should keep get you a good start to an alchemist lab sure that's why it's not like actively religious these witches are evil people so they clearly found the religious significance corrupted it and like used it for their own purposes but you have no idea why like something like uthi would be like shattered into a thousand pieces and scattered around mm-hmm. um yeah, because we didn't end up finding the skull. No. But we know where it is. So we could find it. Yep. Make sure Shay doesn't come back. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should knock that out. Uh, from a tomb base, negative levels. Are those permanent or temporary? Because they're from innervation, they are temporary. <gasps> they go away after eight hours. Sweet. Oh, I could also clear them up for you right now if you wanted. Three rounds of restoration. No. I mean, we could use those skill checks. Yeah, it expels, it dispels temporary negative levels. If there is nothing else that you think we might need that for, I'm fine. With uh, that. Just like ability damage, if anybody's really far down and needs that cleared up. I don't think nope. we Not have me. that problem right now. Nope. Okay, I think that's probably best use and since it's just uh, temporary it's not nearly as expensive awesome thank you yeah just in case we crum- come across anything else you'll be much better prepared now certainly yes thank mm-hmm. you that does feel a lot better alright <laughs> let's grab everything that we need all the people we need all the coffins we need mm-hmm. and call an Uber are you gonna yeah. call him ring the bell until he comes <laughs> 
should we do anything with Uthi's skeleton or skull before we leave? I think the big thing would be to keep them separate. Yeah, we might want to keep the skull for someone like Eclipse. She seems to love that kind of shit. <laughs> a nice... Yeah, I wouldn't mind um, if you want to give me that as a present for... For dying? Yeah. yeah. Good welcome back mm-hmm. gift. Oh, that will lure so, her spirit back with that. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> Very likely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I have a, a quick question, Griff. Uh, did Mios... Did they, like, sing or hum anything while they were driving us? Because could we... You know, ring the bell in that tune. <laughs> <laughs> the amount that Griffin just <laughs> sighed and was like, oh, I'm so sick of these guys. <laughs> you, had better, you, had, you had better luck fixing the boat. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I will say, I will say Mark Carth could, you know, easily carry some of this stuff. He's a huge creature with pretty high strength score. He could whirlwind as long as he wants. He could, he could toss those coffins into him. Oh, yeah. Just let him keep spinning up there. That's so dangerous. Can't get close to him at all. Just follow behind the carriage. Just <laughs> <laughs> Better hope that road's wide. A tornado following the, uh, following the horses. That's very gothic horror, though. Just have a tornado of coffins. <laughs> I do really like that. <laughs> Coffin storm. <gasps> Yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to think of a way you can all get into that uh, that cab. <laughs> I imagine you want to wait till night, right, so that your vampire friends don't get burned up in the sun. That would be safer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And would give us time to grab the skull. Sure. Geez, what did Mia say? Did they say they would get you in the morning? I think that's what they said. Because then they drove you back out. Yeah. It's just, it's just so unlikely we have a party of level 12 adventurers without a single uh, overland flight or... Uh, Air Bear does have the broom. He, he's he been dying to pull that one out be- from between his legs. Oh, you know what Mios looks like. You could send the broom to them. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. You can send the broom to them with a note. Like, yes, hey, come tape, get us. tape a note to the broom. Come get us. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, can, you can literally do that. You can send the broom to somebody as long as like you have a good mental picture of what they look like mm-hmm. oh so it's like you could you could do that send the broom now the broom moves fast without you on it and it's you know it's as the crow flies so it's not as long of a trip so it could certainly go get Mias and they could be there is that this within a couple hours yeah he, he's starting to see this broom as almost a pet now and so he, he's excited <laughs> all right <laughs> You can send one of your hands to ride on it too if you need to. That's how they'll know. That's how they'll know it's us. Make sure. Make sure. (laughs) Steers. That's all. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you guys do that. So you, I'll say, you know, Mios, they they um, probably only take a couple hours, just like it has taken you guys. So they show up at around dusk. So you wait till it gets dark, dark, and. If you're going to go with the coffin tornado strategy, because Markarth can move faster than a horse, uh, sure, you can all fit into the into the Uber XL, the chariot. <laughs> if there's not room, feel free to throw Eclipse in the tornado, too. Please don't. <laughs> well, you got a couple bodies. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> At least put me inside of a coffin to do that. <laughs> can we just, like, yeah, throw you, you on the, the roof? Yeah, you can go in the little Perfect. one. Go in the little one. Yeah. 
wow, that's what it was for the whole time. What foreshadowing, Griffin? (laughs) (laughs) It definitely wasn't at all for your daughter. Nope, nope. I knew one little person would die. I just wasn't sure. (laughs) There you go. So you make it back to Caliphas around midnight, and you have the corpse of a friend. You have several enemies that are also enemies of all of the, the vampires of Caliphas. What do you do now? I mean, I think we got to go underground, right? Yeah. yeah. The, find, mm-hmm. the, find the vampire society. Sure. You make your way down there. It's dark. Restoration Park is dark. You don't have to sneak around. Uh, you have your badge from Luvrix, so the druidist doesn't bother you. You enter into the underground and are immediately granted an audience with Luvrix, who has basically just been waiting, uh, hoping that you would all make it back. And you do arrive with the bodies, and Luvrik would speak up. So these are the the murderers that have been killing my people. Is that correct? It is. Justice has been done, and they have been delivered to you per your request. They will no longer trouble you or your people. We also found that he was at the center of the blood brew drug ring. Yes, the elixir. We've been rounding up any any of Mr. Turner's associates that we could um, while you were away. We have several batches of the elixir as proof. He kind of, he claps his hands and two of his kind of thralls, one heads in the direction that you remember Ramosgar Minas' cell was in, and the other heads to another room and comes back quickly with these magically enchanted chains, silver chains, and they wrap them around Ed Turner, uh, Luvrik kind of glances at Azia and just with a swift motion of his clawed hand decapitates her and um, and sends like again like sends his um, his thrall away to run her head under the running water and Ed is now wrapped in these chains those of you with detect magic see that they're just like heavily magical. Mr. Quinley, I know that this man was responsible for killing many vampires, but uh, personal to you, he did kill your mother. He pulls the stake out of Turner, and you can see, like, when Turner, Turner immediately, like, squints the, the empty socket and kind of hisses at the room uh, the, the chains clearly like burning hopefully the punishment that I administer will be adequate but you can tell me at any point if you would like to cut in depends on what you had in mind kind of like you've seen in those vampire movies like with that like swiftness that you just like blink and he's in a different location uh, kind of like has Turner 
with one clawed hand over his head, arching his neck back, and he just plucks each of Turner's fangs out of his mouth. With these chains, he will not be able to turn himself into gas or a bat or a rat or move, really. But I was thinking, because of what he did to the sweet child, Kiza, well, I have quite a few samples of the blood brew elixir left. And I have seen what it does to our kind. I say we give it to him and wait for him to waste away like he tortured the others with. And as when he is at his weakest, we will prop him up on the pike on the top of the church of Phrasma and let him burn in the sun. What do you say? I think a swift death would be too good for this trash. You're right, Luvrik. But there is one point I want to correct you on. He's always been a rat. And he always will be a rat. I look forward to seeing him up on that church. I will make sure you are there to put him up there. You can stay with him until the sun rises, if you like. I think I'm going to enjoy that. Finally, from the back comes a unshackled Ramoska Arkbinos. I am told that uh, you have cleared my name. I thank you quite a bit. I would have wasted away in there, and um, Mr. Sirvage, I, uh, I hold no ill will against you for suspecting me. I can see how the circumstances as they were, and me working with the Whispering Way at the point would lead to my suspicion. Were any of you able to recover any of my research, I would wish to take it back to my lab at uh, Schloss Tyriac. Uh, they did find some books. I'm not sure what it was about, I guess. And then they drank some nasty potions that weren't really potions. I also drank one, but um, I think that's it. Is that your research? would be in a book notes scattered papers yes um, yeah we we found that i'm pretty sure yeah <laughs> yes we did <laughs> i think it was a misstep of on our part to have the illiterate one of us <laughs> step forward i wasn't sure why you led with her but <laughs> but yes we did find your research i felt pretty confident <laughs> Th- thank you <laughs> you did great um there is the matter of the young Kisa, my daughter. She had been under the spell of Mr. Turner for quite some time. I wish to see her freed, both from his control in the elixir, as well as yours. She is not of this community, and I don't think she belongs here. Luvrik would speak up. I believe your assessment is correct. The poor, sweet child, we did take her in, but our lifestyle is not one for children. If there was something that could be done, we would have done it. But the best thing for us to be able to do was to take her in. 
and so we did. I disparage you not for that, and for that, in fact, you have my eternal gratitude. And it's not lost on him, the parallels from the Book of the Raven many, many, many years ago. Inquisitor of Phrasma working with the same vampires and what's happening right now. I would like for her to come with us and perhaps Mr. Archminos, you may be able to return the favor of clearing your name by seeing if there is some way to ease this lifestyle that was thrust upon her. Well, that all depends. Were you able to recover the Sun Orchid Elixir as well? And so this is the part that Matumbe was trying to sort of dance around because he doesn't know how much Luvric knows or if this is something that the vampires of this particular coven would perceive as a threat because we think it could play a part in removing vampirism. That's a threat to their existence. But if Archminos is going to be open about it, I think you see what I'm alluding to, my friend. Aye, we did. There is hope yet. Then Count Bristamar Tyriac would um, would help to fund the rest of my research, my patron. Um, but even he could see the necessity to deliver such a cure to a child. He would turn to Luvric at this point. You and Count Tyriac go back thousands of years, and you know he has always disliked his existence. He never adopted to the lifestyle as you did. And so I have found a potential cure for him, and he would he would kind of gesture to Matumbe. These people brought back enough of the antidote I need to cure but a few, and the ingredients are far too expensive for us to manufacture it, for it to be dangerous to you or the, the vampire nobles in Caliphas. But I think it's worth me continuing my research to heal this child and others who have had our lifestyle pushed upon them that would not uh, wish to continue that way. He kind of nods to the clearly Iomidean vampire in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was kind of trying to hide a bit before, not yeah. trying to butt in at the wrong time to just kind of be like, he felt like his problem he might have felt like his problem wasn't quite as severe sure um Luvric would uh, respond well that does ease my worry about what the two of you were alluding to but I have another reason to uh, warrant a trip to Schloss Tyriac if the forces of the Whispering Way are conspiring against the world once again. Then I and the vampires of Caliphas will stand against them as we have in the past. Count Tyriac was one of my brothers in arms, and he 
more than me, would never wish to see the world succumb to undeath. Tell him I would like to join forces. He would turn to you then, Matumbe. The battle for the souls of the world is also no place for a child. If Mr. Archminos heads back to Schloss Tyriac to meet with the Count, I propose that we send Quinley and the Rune along with him. They are both half our kind after all, and will fit in well there without rousing any hungers. And I think they will do a good job parlaying our message and getting Count Tyriac on our side. I would, of course, appreciate their assistance in this delicate diplomatic matter and the protection of Kiza and this invaluable research. But I cannot make this decision for them. I would ask both of them if they would be willing to sacrifice their time, their perhaps their lives, in this goal. Oh yeah, I want to go meet more cool vampires and then start a vampire army. Yes, that does sound very fun for me. Yeah, I was just about to say that too. And <laughs> yeah. I I'll also, t- well, I'll take care of your kid. I'll, I'll, I'll help be muscle, I guess. Well. Quinley, you can talk. Rune, I okay. did think <laughs> when I saw you that I recognized you from somewhere. If you have family on our side of undeath. I mean, you see me, right? Yes. Okay. You will likely find them at Schloss Tyriac. think a member of his court has a striking resemblance to you. It would be worth the trip. Yeah, that that does sound cool. Uh, is it like I gotta show up and just look? Or do you give me more information than that? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind asking each one if they're my dad, but... <laughs> just, Why are you my just dad? Just curious. I- I think I think they will recognize you and be pleased to see you. Is what I'm saying. Okay, okay. Maybe right. best left a surprise. Yeah, that's fine. I'll be present. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're sending me right. Uh, the rune's gonna be like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, Halloran, just from the back, is, and I will be of assistance wherever I can. Yes, you clearly have a vested interest in uh, this antidote as well. Um, Quinley, you could trial on him and invite him to our vampire army. Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. (laughs) I think if you would be comfortable, um, Evelyn would likely want to join um, Kiza as well to make sure she is safe. And speaking of her, um, did you sustain... Any casualties in your quest? I see most everyone that I have been acquainted with. Keywords most. I don't know that he has he met Eclipse. Mm. Oh, I don't think. Yeah, he no, we had to head down one time. I don't know that he like that you headed down and talked. Oh no, I didn't. Down. I was just walking around. Yeah. yeah. It's a long story, but we did not all make it out. You should speak to 
Evelyn, I had her prepare some um, spells for the living in the hopes that you would be back. At this point, um, Archminas would speak up. I was not entirely forthcoming with the group of you, and for that I apologize, but I was hoping that you would clear my name. When I was studying the Carrion Crown Elixir, it is true that I initially thought that the elixir was being made for Prince Odranti, um, but instead it is from um, a line of people uh, with the last name Lorimore. And, well, the, the elixir, um, it isn't just used to transform someone into a lich. If you use that bloodline, it will remake that person into the Whispering Tyrant themselves. There it is. That's why it makes sense. Ooh. And so Tarbafan will be back entirely if they are able to use this Lorimore person with the Carrion Crown. I'm convinced that they, uh, at this point, have fled to their greatest stronghold, which is the Fortress Monastery of Renchurch in the haunted highlands of Virlik's Hungry Mountains. Um, likely, they already have this person and have taken them there. Um, should you decide to venture there in search of them, I wish you good fortune. And if... We do enough convincing of uh, Count Tyriac. Maybe I will join you in Virlik for whatever the battle is to come. Good thing we don't know any would hope. Yeah, none, none that I'm concerned about. <laughs> I would hope you cure the vampirism from my daughter first, but we would appreciate your help in any coming conflict. I think if this past night's foray into evil and the denizens that we fought against are any indication it's likely will only get worse can use all the help we could get and we will of course join you although uh, an army of vampires will likely do you no good trying to sneak into Ren Church to save one person but if if the fight spills to Gallowspire, and I believe it will, you will need all the help you can get against the armies that the Whispering Way will be rising there. So we will be there. So uh, because you guys will be only effective like 50% of the time um, as a vampire army, do you have other people that can fight in your place like the other 50% of the time? Because... You know, daytime is a bitch, apparently. Oh, my dear, you have not been to Virlik, have you? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, the sun is of no concern in that part of the country. Oh, okay, all right. So our vampire fight, army can actually fight the whole time. I would be much more worried about those of you with beating hearts. Oh. The land is cursed against the living. Oh. But it will be to our advantage. 
All right, so we'll, we'll get the vampire army there, and I guess Quinley and I will struggle to survive while you guys thrive. Okay. Such is our curse. Ludric <laughs> <laughs> uh, would would like you know after after kind of forcing blood brew elixir onto Ed Turner, um, have his people take him to the cell that he had um, Bark Minos in pretty much just waiting for that withdrawal to like weaken him and eventually you know allow Quinley and himself to take take him to the to the pike mm-hmm. nice um, the rest of you could um, could go speak to Evelyn uh, she is like thrilled that you found um, you found Kiza and uh, and that you're all okay um How's Kiza doing in all of this? Like returning back here, still, I'm sure quite weakened from not mm. having the blood brew. Uh, blue, oh boy, blood brew, blood brew elixir. <laughs> not having that um, anymore. She seems like she's in better spirits than she was. In fact, you think that she was um, she was being manipulated negatively to fail her save. Brooks will know this, but the rest of you don't. Uh, that Turner has that touch of madness that he can make like one of your things way worse at the expense of two of your things being way better or whatever. Whichever mm-hmm. way that works. Mm-hmm. So like, he's just tanking her saves yeah. and like waiting. Because it like, you know, it then forced her to like beg for it and then he would have control over her. So, So she's actually feeling a lot. I mean, she's feeling decently better after being like away from him and you think you know it's just going to be a matter of saving or um or having evelyn like negate poison or or something like that sure um so she should be okay so yeah we we engage evelyn we need our friend resurrected evelyn waves her hands over eclipse's body to try and bring her back and Eclipse, you groggily open your eyes, and it's like that, like waking up in the morning when your eyes are all watery and everything's blurry for a minute, and you just hear rocking. And you finally, like, clear your eyes and can see clearly uh, the lopper on a rocking chair. <laughs> I've been waiting for you. <laughs> Sorry you died. Uh, it, it's probably gonna be okay though, cause um, I mean, I, my friends will probably bring bring us back. You know the the rest of our friends, they wanted to move on. Uh, I figured I'd wait, uh, wait to see what happens. The way I see it, you got a couple of options. You know, I promise to take you to see your family. We can go see your mom and dad now. No sweat and. You know, all of our other friends, they've been by your side this whole time, but they could find their places too. I mean, I'm not going to leave. I never have. But if you want to go back, I'll help you find your brothers. We can finish this up, the two of us. Maybe the rest of them come back too, to finish this up. Make sure you're happy. It's really up to you. So I do think we have to go back for 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 a lot of reasons, 
Um, I do want to find my brothers. Also, if they don't want to come back for that reason, they should want to come back because they're going to destroy the world. I know, I know they're dead, but they, they have, they have families that were here and I'm sure have lived on. So, so they have to come back. They're, they're going to come back, right? I mean, I think that all depends on you. You were all of our anchor. Okay, so you, they'll come back then. You let go. Yeah, didn't I didn't I didn't mean to do that. And also, I did make a deal with you that you'd still have a body in like I, I feel like that wasn't a fair amount of time. It does suck, doesn't it? Yeah. Dying. Yeah. Don't like that. <laughs> it wasn't the best. <laughs> so I think the other thing that we gotta do when we go back is find a way to not die, ever. Mm-hmm. Mm, for like a really long time. I'm okay with that. I got stuff to do. Yeah, I got lots of stuff to do, and I'm sure I could find more. We could find more people. It'll be fine. I don't I don't know that we need to bring more people into this eclipse. I mean, not for a while. But okay. like eventually, if we're gonna live for a really long time, bring someone else. <laughs> I realize I'm not gonna be the one that talks you into moving on since you've kept multiple people from doing so. He gets up out of the chair. Plus, (laughs) the reason you and I get along so well is because we're both terrible people. He extends a hand to you. Oh, Eclipse takes it. So let's go back. And he walks you away and you see like in the distance just your house and the smoke coming out of it. But this time from like the chimney and you see like the silhouette of an older Yang man and woman and you can just briefly see them slowly waving at you but you're walking away. I'm sorry mom and dad but my brothers are out there. I'm doing good stuff. And like just beyond that in the sky isn't a sky but it's just the the spiral of bones but you walk away and uh, the rest of you in the room before anything happens to Eclipse, see the lopper just like stroll into the room. Well, she said she wanted to come back any minute now. And he kind of like kneels down over your body. It's really stupid of her to do something without me. She doesn't work well in that environment. And he kind of smiles up at Matumbe. I'm glad you made it, buddy. Never thought I would say it's good to see you again, Vance. But it is good to see you again. We were missing you for quite a while. You missed quite a showdown. It was a battle of the ages. And you can see kind of like behind the magic. Vance is like kneeling there, but you see just like the shimmering silhouette of Eclipse. And he's like holding her hand. He's kneeled down. But he's so much taller than her, like she's just standing up and he just like in a flash just pushes the silhouette into the body and a clip gasps and looks up at the ceiling and then sits up. Oh, that, uh, don't want to do that again, um, ever. Uh, I'm glad to see you all. All of you. All of you made it. Wow. That's good. And Rune is in stone. We were able to fix that one. And I'm glad we were able to get you fixed too. It is good to see you. 
Welcome back to the Land of the Living Eclipse. It's good to have you here. Yeah, I'm really glad to be here. I saw the spiral in the distance. Did not want to go there. Ah, but we all must one day. Ah, we'll see how long, though. Like, there's different lengths of time. Of course there is. Some tread the path more slowly than others. But we all go in the same direction. We were all, uh, you know, well, running to the, the, uh, the boneyard by, uh, you know, taking on these battles and stuff. Yes, Air Bear, you're what they call a revolving dog. <laughs> <laughs> For now, it's like kind of like the fast lane. <laughs> The, yeah, fast lane in and the fast lane out. You know, no problems. <laughs> <laughs> Some would say within the span of one round. <laughs> We're all quite lucky to be here and full of life still. We need to make sure we keep it that way. Indeed. This is twice over now, Evelyn, that I owe you everything. Bringing back a good companion of mine and taking care of my daughter when I couldn't. It's a debt I cannot repay. Well, if what I hear that you found on your journey is true, maybe you'll do me the biggest repayment of all, eh? bringing back that research. And maybe things can go back to the way they used to be, or at least they can for Kizza. That is the goal, yes. Forever being a child is no kind fate. I think our friend Archminos is going to do his best to change that. Oh, well, I'd be happy to accompany them and Kiza as well and keep everyone out of danger and healthy while they work on this task. I know you have time-sensitive priorities to get to. Would that I could journey with you? I would. But I must stand against this Tarbafan with my friends here. Once we have finished, we will meet again. I rest easier at night knowing that not only will the venerable warriors Quinley and Rune be watching over her, but we have Archminos to cure her affliction and you to soothe her. You make a good team. Yes, it'll be like you never left. Count on it. She'll be... She won't have aged a day, and she'll be the same old... Well, <laughs> aside from her memories she's made now, she'll be the same daughter that you lost in the Mwangi. I look forward to that reunion quite a bit. But you have to save the world for her to be cured, right? Not just anybody can do that. No pressure. So here I am, and my friends too. They help a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, uh, with all that, I think uh, you guys get not only the direction of where you need to head next, but also maybe a night of much-needed rest. Oh yes. my gosh, yes. Yeah. And uh, you'll feel stronger <gasps> after this night of rest. What? Because my one constitution damage goes away? <laughs> <laughs> And nothing else. Okay. <laughs> all right, not bad. Uh, and, and, and because you've all loved yes! it. Yeah. Yes! Yes! Oh, boy. Oh, also, Griffin, are 
they a good group to leave the skull with, or should we take that to the esoteric guy? Uh, that that's up to you. Where you can give it to uh, Eclipse if you want. Yeah, I thought Eclipse was okay. gonna take it as a trophy. How big is it? Is You're, it a medium sized? Skull? It's a hag skull, so it's actually big. I mean, because a hag is large. You could wear it as a hat. Like I was that gonna ask: Is it big enough to wear on my head? Then. <laughs> I mean, it would be because it's a large skull, but. There's a lot to think about here. Sure is. I decided. <laughs> I think on that note, I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next oh. week. Right. We did it. Welcome to book six. Book six, baby. <laughs> Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.